0: don't judge a man till you've walked a mile in his shoes. The saying used to be, don't judge a man until you've walked a mile in his moccasins. Thus the moccasins, which have not seen a mile of walk as a matter of fact. And they're not men's moccasins. They happen to be ladies' moccasins. Today, our idiom for our exploration and examination is don't walk a mile. And sometimes it was uh, associated with don't judge somebody until you've spent like two months doing what they do, and then you have the opportunity to put yourself in their shoes, and you can make opinions and judge them, I guess. The whole point is that we shouldn't just automatically judge people based on our past experiences and what we've uh, happened on in our life. We should be open-minded and try to see people's perspective, from a different perspective, see how they're behaving, see how they're feeling, seeing how they're acting in certain situations based on what would be right for them, not what's necessarily right for us. It's about having empathy. This is one of those idioms that's been around pretty long, but it wasn't really recorded until a poem by Mary T. Lathrop in 1895. It's been around a long time, you know, thus the moccasins and the other comments and the other versions of this particular idiom but basically it means put yourself in someone else's shoes put yourself in someone else's place have be empathetic about their situation and this particular idiom has served me so well throughout my life but is especially in business and in corporate America working with other people with different backgrounds and different levels of experience and different experiences altogether as well as just in my day to day business and in interacting with people, understanding what customers really want requires that we put ourselves in their their point of their perspective. We we see the situation, we see the problem that they're having from their perspective and what they want as a solution, not necessarily what we want to give or offer or sell them as a solution. We want to find the people that need what it is that we have to offer and that it is best for them, but we don't want to force it on people that it just isn't right for. So we want to understand the customer's experience from their point of view Uh, in my business is a lot of times what we would do is we would we would either act as or be a secret shopper. We would go be a secret shopper to actually experience. Our business as our customers did well now in some of our smaller businesses we couldn't pull that off I couldn't walk into my Italian food manufacturing but I could walk into all the retail outlets of my Italian food manufacturing business most of them and actually be a secret shopper I could buy our products and services and see how that part of the customer experience was uh, but in other aspects like in my small town you know we had restaurants and and bars and things I couldn't just go in and pretend I wasn't me everybody you know knew who I was so that didn't work but I could send other people in it so we would send other people in to just secret shop and see what kind of a customer experience that they had then i would talk to them we would talk to them or sometimes our marketing people would and we would find out if what we thought we were selling the customer and the experience we thought they were having was actually the experience that they were having so that's a, a, a fun way to do it, and it's actually a very very, uh, it's, uh, very it's a great way of uncovering a ton of information about what your customers are really experiencing versus just guessing. Whenever we guess, we're usually wrong. I don't know about you, but if I guessed at the flavors of ravioli that I thought my customers would want, usually it wasn't what they would want. It was definitely what I would want and what I like, but it wasn't necessarily what would sell. I remember in corporate America, one of my last jobs in corporate america i decided i was joining a giant big uh, 100 plus million dollar a year frozen and fresh bakery organization now i was coming from a totally different uh, world in that time i was coming from personal care and printing and then i started out in personal care products with procter gamble then i went to printing for a couple of different types of organizations and then i went to printing and publishing and then i went to i was going to work as the quality director of this uh big bakery now i had my italian food business on the side so i had food experience but on a much smaller scale so what i wanted to do when i got there i wanted to understand all of the processes how things worked got to get to know the people so i decided that i was going to be a an order the first thing i was going to do was i was going to be a customer order and from the time that order was received by the salespeople, i was going to follow that order through the entire organization to find out how things work how it flowed where there were like maybe little glitches or places that we could improve things or where things just went but i just really wanted to understand quickly how things work and i want to get acclimated with the organization quickly so i just randomly picked an order out of the uh, The queue of orders, we had, you know, thousands and thousands of orders come in every day. I just randomly picked one, and I did that. I followed it through the organization. And then when I got done with that, I decided, okay, I'm going to pick one of our products and services, and I'm going to start at the customer's perspective and then work my way back through the organization. We happen to have a chain of uh, bakeries, actual retail bakeries, so I could do that. I could go through the entire chain from order to through production all the different departments and and things that it went through and then I could do it back again and it it did skipped a couple of different departments like maintenance electric and things but I still got to see the majority of what our orders needed to go through in order to be processed and, and what that worked like and so it just gave me a bigger perspective and a very different perspective of the organization had I gone in and said You know hey I'm the new director of quality I want to see how you do things around here I'm just gonna observe I've done that in the past it worked but it wasn't nearly as fun or nearly as effective as uh, my onboarding process by doing that so I like to look for creative ways to onboard people when they join my organizations and we've done some interesting things like that as well in my own businesses since leaving corporate America so, how can you be, for your organization, the devil's advocate? How can you see things from a different perspective? And not just your customer's perspective. Sometimes it's just your coworkers and the people that you're working with, or your vendors. How can you see things from your vendor's perspective? Trust me, sometimes when you're looking at things from your perspective and wondering what the heck your vendors are thinking you're doing, if you put on your vendor hat, or you're you know, especially when we were a business-to-business company, so we could see and understand kind of that middle position, But when you put yourself in their shoes, you see things and you can understand a little bit of why they do things. You won't always understand why, but it does give you a better understanding. You can be more empathetic. You can actually come at different situations from a a solution based perspective instead of a, Hey, this is the problem I'm having with you or your behavior or this thing. Uh, And instead of focusing on the problem, you're saying, here's some, things I see that we're struggling with how might we work together to figure this out so I would love to know your experience with this particular idiom don't judge a man until you've walked a mile in his moccasins I think this is why I in my companies and in corporate America as well I would jump in and do things and, and try to really understand how things in different processes worked because I never thought I should ask people to do things that I wasn't willing to do myself, at least in my own businesses, other people's businesses. And we all have a different perspective on that. Some people are like, yeah, I'm never doing that. I'm never getting my hands dirty. I'm never going to jump in and help. And did it get me in trouble sometimes? Yes, because I worked in an organization that had seven unions and that wasn't a place where you were allowed to jump in and help and do things and understand the process, but what's a few grievances among friends. All right. to know your experience with this share in the comments below and I will of course be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom what does it mean where does it come from and how might you use it in your business and maybe your life right now take care